0: Hey y'all, it's Mel, and you're listening to the Rough Draft TV, where we talk about faith, purpose, work, and wellness. As a part of the Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women, and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday story. Enjoy the show! Hey, y'all, welcome back. It's Mel. So today we are continuing um, the My Rough Draft series, of course, where we're telling the real stories of people that are currently in different seasons and journeys of life to help encourage you in your journey and season of life. And so um, today I am super excited to talk about how do you manage your work? How do you manage your business? How do you manage you know, multiple passions, multiple projects that are assigned to your purpose? And I am happy to announce not only am I here to share kind of my story but I also have my friend my line sister Takara Smith say hey Takara hey guys hey okay so um we are here to kind of share with you our experience and how we're navigating again our work our businesses and our faith all in one so Listen, it is a struggle, okay? Um, but I brought car on here because I really admire her work. She's super passionate um, just with beauty and with God, and she has so many things that she's doing and so many things that she wants to do. And one thing I love about her is her consistency. I love just like her heart behind things and like the, even even down to like the things that she posts, like I just really admire watching her blossom into all that guys has called her to be. And, yeah, so that's why I brought her on here. I think you're really going to be able to relate to her. Um, And so, yeah, so Takara, can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and where you are currently in life, in your career, in your business? Just kind of tell us where you're at right now.
1: Okay, so as you guys already know, my name is Takara. Um, I am 25 years old and I currently work full-time as a leasing consultant. And if you don't know what that is, I work at an apartment complex and I help lease apartments to people. Um, Right now, I am single as a Pringle. (laughs) Which I'm very happy about because it's allowed me the time and space to really focus on my goals. Um, let's see what else. That's a
0: word right there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That the moment of singleness is probably something that I haven't had up until now. So it's really opened my eyes to a lot.
0: Yes.
1: Tell us a little bit
0: about like your businesses and the platforms that you run.
1: Um, I personally would have to say that I'm in a growing space. Like I planted the seeds, but now we're in a season of watering and nurturing the seeds that I planted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to grow as an influencer with my own social social media. And then I also have Live On Purpose Movement, which is something else that I've been focusing on. Um, And that's pretty much me wanting to build a community of people who focus on purpose and also just teach and show other people how to live on purpose because it's truly changed my life and how I live day to day. And then I also do makeup on the side. So I'm trying to grow my clientele with that. And it's just a lot. I feel like I'm doing a lot of different things, have my hands in a lot of different places. And it gets kind of hard to water each seed that I planted, mm-hmm. but that's where my faith comes in at, And that's where, you know, I'm really trying to focus everything right now.
0: That's good.
1: That's so good. Okay. So,
0: Hearing everything that you said, I hear that you're passionate about living on purpose, that you're passionate about beauty and influencing others. Are there other passions that you have? And kind of walk me through how you work on your passions. I know that you said like, that's where your faith gets in when it comes to managing everything. But like, what are some of your other passions and how do you live them out or work on them on a daily basis, whether that be on a small scale or on a large scale?
1: Well, Honestly, aside from just the beauty and everything, um, I have a YouTube channel and it's kind of like a place for me to put all those passions in one place and I'm able to just show people my journey and how I'm going through things, how I'm navigating what I do on a day-to-day, things like that. I'm also very passionate about the people around me, like my friends and family and making sure that they're okay. It's one thing to try to reach people Um, Just outside of your everyday realm, but it's another thing to reach those that are right in front of you because a lot of the times we focus on trying to reach everybody else that we forget about those like right next to us. So um, that's something else that I'm passionate about, just not forgetting the people close to me because (laughs) I think honestly I had a wake up call and I realized that I've been working overtime to try to reach those don't even live in Alabama or don't live in anywhere near me and I've forgotten about those in my very own family or just close friends and I really wanted to you know make sure that I keep my attention on them basically and focus on them and make sure I give them just as much energy as I'm giving everybody else that I don't even know
0: that first off I'm about to take off running (laughs) Okay, <laughs> That is such a good word. And honestly, like to be transparent, that's something that God has really recently convicted me about to the point where it's like, I have stuff going on in my family now. And like, you know, even like serving, like in the local church and like, like you said, like mm-hmm. pouring into your local friends, like I would sometimes feel like burden, like, okay, gosh, I have to do this with friends or family I, or feeling like I'm burdened because I really want to focus on the rough draft. or I really want to focus on, right. you know, getting my name out there. And guys are bring me back. Like this is your first ministry, like your mm-hmm. family, your friends, like you may think, Oh, I don't have a family to worry about right now because I'm single, but no, you have family, you have a community that you are responsible for stewarding. And if you don't have that first ministry together, then everything else is going to fall apart. And so right. I really love that you said that that is a word. I wasn't even trying to go down that track but that's a word we
1: can the <laughs> right <is> now. crazy
0: <laughs> the next question that I have would be what has been your experience so far you talked about being a leasing consultant full-time what has been your experience with managing that while also managing multiple projects and multiple you know businesses that you're trying to grow what have been the pros and cons of having a nine-to-five and you know having side hustles and businesses and how are you you currently juggling everything?
1: So my experience so far with managing a nine to five has been interesting. Um, I never realized how much you have to really enjoy what you're doing in order to work eight hours, get off work, and then pour your time into building businesses. Like when I get off work, I am exhausted, but I can't just sit around. I can't just go to sleep. Like I can't do any of those things. Like if I really want to grow my businesses, I'm going to have to dedicate at least four to five hours after I get off work to either creating content or editing or just reading so I learn more about the business I'm trying to get into. And it's tiring. Like some nights I just <laughs> I'm like, do I really want to do this? Listen. Is this something that I'm really, 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 really wanting to do? Nice. Um, and it's a battle, it's a struggle, but We have to push past that, especially because there are so many people um, in the industry. There are so many people that are trying to grow their business. And if you really want to succeed, you're going to have to learn how to push past that. And I feel like having this full-time job and trying to do all these other things is really preparing me for the future. For those days that I'm doing my I guess what I'm passionate about full-time instead of having a full-time job, there are going to be days when things aren't great. There are going to be days when I don't feel like doing anything, but I have to push past those feelings and get stuff done because that's my source of income. And with being an entrepreneur, you get out what you put in and I have to put literally everything into it, even when I don't feel like it. So pros and cons, (laughs) (laughs) The pro is I have a steady income. So I'm not getting paid for anything that I do on the side. So I have a steady income that can support my passions and everything. But the cons is I don't have as much time as I would like to dedicate to everything that I'm trying to grow, but at the same time, it's teaching me how to better manage my time, how to be more organized, how to make sure I make a to-do list of everything that I need to do, work and business side hustle-wise, to make sure I get everything done on both ends. So I've definitely learned a lot and just working at this job, even though I definitely did not want to do this, it wasn't on my radar. It's not what my degree is in. It was nowhere near what I was expecting, Mm -hmm. but it came through in a clutch and I've learned while I was here, I've learned how to be content here. I've learned that it's not always about where you are, but how your attitude is in the season of waiting or the season of being somewhere that you don't exactly want to be. And I listened to your recent podcast with Jasmine oh. and she was talking about just being at a job that she didn't like and God having to, you know, humble her and mm-hmm. like teach her how to be patient in that season. That's definitely something that I'm learning right here because this isn't where I want to be. I don't want to be a leasing consultant. Mm-hmm. But as a leasing consultant, I work with people every day. I've learned how to be content. I've learned how to manage. I've learned how to just communicate with people in all walks of life, life and nationalities. Like, I've literally grown relationships with residents here. I have people that just come and sit and talk to me or ask me for advice or just come to me. I've had one guy come to me crying about a relationship with his daughter and I don't have kids, but he just felt comfortable enough with me to share what he was going through. And I was able to use that opportunity to speak life into him and just be a positive light. So I think that's the role that I'm playing right now. I think that's why God has me in this, has me in this position is to speak life into people and to realize that I can reach those right here in front of me, even if it's not where I want to be. Okay, so the next
0: question that I have is um, sometimes, you know, we talked about managing multiple passions and multiple businesses while while also managing a nine to five, which is hard. And sometimes it's especially hard to know where to put your focus. And so I feel like a lot of us listening, we have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of things that we want to accomplish. How do you personally, Takara, know when, a, when an idea comes to you, whether or not it's something that you should should work on now or whether it's something that you should kind of keep in the back backlog um how do you keep the big dream in front of you so you have the vision of all these things that you want to accomplish how do you keep the big dream in front of you while also starting and maintaining and being consistent with what you have now
1: um honestly i have no idea and i was thinking about this today i just watched um Pastor Stephen Furtick's sermon, uh, When Versus the Word. And it it kind of talked about this. (laughs) It was so good. Good. Everybody has to listen to that. But anyway, um, it kind of talked about that. Like, sometimes I get presented with an opportunity and I immediately come up with all these things that could possibly go wrong. All these reasons why it wouldn't be good for me to start. Uh, doing that at that moment and I kind of push it to the back of my mind because I feel like I'm not ready for it and I quickly forget that sometimes God puts you in a position that he's already prepared you for you have just kind of psyched yourself out and you feel that you're not ready you let your feelings get in the way and you just miss your blessing because you're too afraid of failing
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I literally sat back and I was like, that is me. That's me. 100%. I get in my own way. I get in my feelings. I tell myself I'm not ready. I tell myself not right now, instead of talking to God and saying, God, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure if this is you or if this is just something that's going to distract me from what you called me to do. And I really need to get back to just trusting him and, not being afraid to fail in a season because you're going to fail. Some things aren't going to work out and that's just life. And instead of trying to take these perfect steps, I need to follow the steps that God has placed before me, Mm -hmm. even if some of those steps involve a storm, because we all know that, you know, the story where, Peter was about to walk on water. God called him out. They were in a boat. God called him out. Peter got a little, you know, a little skirt, looked down. He started to sink. Mm -hmm. And his faith kind of wavered a little bit there. And that's what I do so often. Mm -hmm. I look down. I get all these emotions. I think about why I'm not ready. And I start to sink instead of just looking to God and saying, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to try it. Even though I'm in this storm or there might be a storm, I'm just going to keep going and see what happens. So I honestly don't know when to start working on an idea Mm -hmm. or when to wait on God's timing. But I feel like if God put it on my heart, it's something that he wants me to do. So even if it doesn't start off on this like huge scale, to me, it's good enough just to start, start working on it, start thinking about it because you never know what's going to come to you, what ideas are going to come, what opportunities are going to come surrounding uh, this idea or this thought that God has placed on your heart. And I just want to be ready when it does come. So for example, live on purpose. God literally put that entire platform on my heart and he showed it to me on a bigger scale than where it is now. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, ah, you know, God, I don't really know if you wanted me to do that right now or if I'm just moving way too fast. Like, I don't know what it is, but I honestly feel like he wants me to just take my time with it. He wants me to become consistent. He wants me to really just read his word more and study. And I have to do that with Live On Purpose because I'm trying to post every single day, which means I need a word on my heart, which requires me to read the Bible every single day, read God's word every single day, study God's word. I listen to music. I read different books and things like that. And whatever speaks to me is what I post on Live On Purpose. And whatever I'm dealing with, whatever... Is going through my head, whatever I've discussed with friends and things that they're dealing with. Those are the things that I post on Live On Purpose. So it's not just, oh, I opened the Bible, picked a scripture and posted it. Those are things that are really resonating with me. Mm -hmm. And I try to always speak from the heart in order to just reach people because we all deal with so many different things. And I'm really probably getting off topic right now. No, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea, but Um, as far as keeping the dream in front of me and trying to maintain what I already have is you just got to keep going, even if it's small, even if it's slow, I feel like you just got to keep going. You just got to stay ready, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Listen, first off, you in my
0: whole uh, podcast episode that I'm about to do, I don't know if it's, gonna, I think it's actually going to be before this one, <laughs> when, these, when the one I'm referencing for reference will be how to put God first in your business. And I literally talk about that exact same thing. So you are good. That is so good. And I think that like, even for with me with the rough draft, like everything that you said is literally like the same thing that I went through or am going through with the rough draft, like God never really said, you know, back in 2017, like I want you to start beauty in the rough draft, but it was like Mm -hmm. something that he placed on my heart to write and to, you know, share my story and kind of talk about, you know, being, being content with where you are and find a purpose with where you are. That was something that a passion that he put on the inside of me and, he never necessarily said like i want you to do this and there were times where i started and i stopped and i started and i stopped because i'm like mm-hmm. you know i don't know if god really wants me to wants me to do this, but, but, and God even had to show me today, honestly, that he's with me, like just him speaking through me to even put content out is him mm-hmm. showing that his hand is on. And I think sometimes we wait, like God show me a yes, or God tell me this, and I'm just going to sit here until you tell me things, mm-hmm. but God will show up along the way. Like if he wasn't in this, then I wouldn't have anything to put out to anybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. And then also, like you said, making sure that I'm always in a positive posture to hear from him because it is hard to, and I talk about this in that episode of Putting God First, it is hard to spend time with him and be intentional about it and not just go through through the routine or not get caught up in our jobs and everything else that we have going on, but really just making sure that he is our source, that he is right. you know, the source of everything that we do. And that's the only way that we'll be able to kind of flow in his grace to be able to manage everything that he's entrusted with us. So you are right on topic, girl. That is good. Yeah. Okay, so since we're talking about like God and putting him first in our business, um, you kind of talked about what role God plays in your business about, you know, making sure that you're reading the Bible, making sure that you're hearing from hearing from him. But when it comes to like being a Christian that talks about God, for example, with your Live On Purpose movement or talks about God like in social media or on YouTube, do you ever feel, because I know I do personally, <laughs> but do you ever feel pressure? to be like perfect in real life? You know, since we are talking about God, people may look at us as an example. Um, Do you ever feel that pressure? And if so, like, how do you deal with it?
1: Um, Honestly, right now I don't. And it may be because I have a smaller platform. So most of the people that follow me right now, they know who I am personally. Mm -hmm. I mean, they may not have spent 24 hours with me, but they've met me or have talked to me or something along those lines. So I don't feel that pressure right now, but I feel like when my platforms start to grow, that I may begin to feel that pressure. Mm -hmm. However, I'm hoping by that time I would have got to a point where I am truly living and walking so close to God and so much in my purpose to the point where that stuff does not bother me because at the end of the day I'm human Mm -hmm. and I still make mistakes. I'm still learning and I'm still growing. I'm just that person who's not afraid to put all of that stuff out there and be seen as this person who is sharing all of these things and being transparent because a lot of people They think that in order to be a Christian, in order to have a relationship with God, you have to have it all together. And that's not the case. I feel like that pressure will come and I think about it all the time. Like if I post this, um, is it going to cause people to Mm -hmm. think twice about having a relationship with God or is it going to cause people to think they can do this and that and it's okay because there are a lot of things that I do just being transparent that mm-hmm. may not exactly be Christian-like. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's the little things like cursing or certain music that I listen to or it's just all a <laughs> process. <laughs> right. It's just all a process. However... Once you know better, you're automatically responsible for doing better. Mm-hmm. So I do get convicted sometimes if I know like, okay, you know, this is not, you're doing the most. This is too much. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be doing this. I do feel that conviction in my heart. It's like, dang, yeah. this isn't okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I do anything super crazy, but yeah. you know, there's just little things, little things we do in our lives. Um, but no sin is greater than any other. So, we're all out here just trying to live better, you know, and yeah. just because one person may curse and another person may be having premarital sex, neither one of those is better or worse than the other. Like it's all weighed equally. So, literally, I'm just trying to live the best way I can influence people while I'm here to live the best way they can and God has really shown me that if you change your perspective and if you focus on God then your life can be so much easier and that's what it's all about and that's just that on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Um, First off, thank you for being honest and being vulnerable um, about where you are in your walk with God. And that's exactly, exactly why I do like my rough draft, because, you know, there are some people that may hear you say certain things and they may be alarmed, but there are other people who are literally relieved that they are not alone, that they are, you know, a work in progress. And sometimes, you know, we, we talk about things that we overcome, but we don't often talk about things that we're still dealing with and I think sometimes we isolate ourselves um when we wait on this like perfection or when we wait Mm -hmm. until we've accomplished this or that to you know share our stories or share our journeys and so I really love that you that you shared that um I was gonna say something else, but I can't remember. But I feel like you summed everything up. But yes, I, I definitely can say that I previously, especially when starting Beauty in the I felt like pressured to like be a certain way because you know I'm talking about God. And yes, I think that you know there is obviously the Bible says that. It, that you know, those who teach the word of God, do have a higher responsibility, but nowhere in the Bible did God choose a perfect person. You know, everyone that he chose had their own flaws and and still have flaws. Um, and when we get to a point where we feel like we don't need God or, or we're at this place where, you know, we can do it now because of whatever, then that's probably the most dangerous place to be. Like you have to always acknowledge that you need God, that you need his mercy, that you need his grace. Um, and if you ever get outside of that then you're completely out of the will of god and i even like how you were talking about like you know how sin is sin and i feel like even sometimes in the church and the christians you know we highlight you know certain sins over others so we'll highlight Mm -hmm. you know the premarital sex or you know getting drunk or things like that but unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment and jealousy Mm -hmm. and gossip and envy all of that stuff is right Is right along there and i talked about that and i think it was like the second or third episode about how we, yes, we need to discipline our lifestyle and yes, our lifestyle should reflect Christ, but our heart more so should reflect Christ. Like those things, like God's going to judge us for all of that, you know, so... Going back to um, kind of starting a passion or or starting an idea or a business, like I know for me personally, um, and I've talked about this before, like how before when I started being in the rough draft, I did it all by myself versus this time, you know, I had people that kind of helped me along the way. But overall, it can be pretty lonely, like when God gives you an idea and he tells you not to share it right now, or mm-hmm. when you get an idea, and you don't have like all the words to put to it. So like you don't. Tell anybody, and it can be hard, like starting things out by yourself. And so, I wanted to ask you, like, what what is your support system? What is your accountability? What has that been, if you if you have any? Um, and do you reach out for? Or do you reach out and ask for help? Do you seek advice? Um, and kind of talk to me, kind of about like how you involve people um, with what you're doing.
1: Um, I would say my support system. Honestly, mainly in my LSS, I talk to you guys just depending on what's going on in my head about what's going on, where I want to take things, and also talk to um, my best friend a lot about what visions I have for the different platforms and everything like that. And just having people in your circle that also have a relationship with God that. Know how to redirect your thoughts back to God. That is 1000% what I need because we can go off on a tangent about how I want this, how I want to do this, how I, 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 I and you need to have people in your circle that can bring it back around and say, you know, have you talked to God about this? Or, Um, what does God want you to do or where do you think God wants you to go with this or how is this going to give God glory or how are you going to help people by doing this and take the attention off of just how it's going to help you and how it's going to make you feel good. But how is it going to help others? Um, So I definitely appreciate having good, strong people in my circle that also have a relationship with God and they can remind me of what it is we're truly working towards. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I do reach out and ask for help. Um, I am not afraid to contact someone via DM, email, text message, whatever way I can to ask for help, to ask, um, how do I do this? Or I'm interested in doing this. Um, who do I need to talk to? I will YouTube something in a heartbeat or Google something in a heartbeat. There's always a way to figure out how to do something. You just have to take the time to search for it. And I found that talking to people who are either where you want to be doing something you're interested in doing, or, who have figured something out that you're still trying to figure out, um, that really helps. And you can't be afraid that they're not going to respond. Now, I'm going to be honest. Some people just don't respond. Or they try to, like, give you this...
0: The runaround.
1: Right. And they won't just be direct and tell you how to do something. Some people try to keep things to themselves. And I, for one, always said that if anybody ever needed to know how to do something who to talk to where to go I don't want to be the person to give them the runaround I want to keep it straight I want to keep it plain and I want to see you win so I'm going to give you everything that I've learned anyone that I've talked to anybody that can help you get to where you need to be I don't want to be that person to keep you from that so Mm -hmm. I said no matter how successful or how big or Whatever the case may be, I always want to give people the keys to success because if it can help you reach your purpose who am I to keep that to myself listen I ain't gonna lie I am afraid to like I feel like I will ask my friends
0: for help or like you said like I'll bounce ideas off of them and they'll speak you know they'll give me hold me accountable to making sure that like the motive is right and all that but when it comes to like DMing people because I see so many people even on social media that like I admire and that I would like you know would would like to model certain things after but I Mm -hmm. am so so afraid, and I don't know if it's just like fear of rejection, but I am afraid to DM somebody, so kudos to
1: you. Uh, and you got DM them. <laughs> you I'm don't know. But well, how I see it is, you don't know who's going to be so willing to help you or see something in you, mm-hmm. and who's going to be like, hey, let's meet up, let's talk, talk face-to-face, or hey, I have this event coming up, or I have this position, or I will really would love your help on this, or you just never know what relationship you're going to grow just Mm -hmm. from sending a DM. And I've gotten over that fear because at the end of the day, it's either you're going to respond or you're not. Mm -hmm. And you just, you're not going to know whether or not that's going to happen unless you send a DM. Now I have been told that some people do prefer email because sometimes the DMs get lost or they'll go into like that private, you know, that private DM yeah. section and you don't really see those. But you got to be persistent, especially that somebody you really want advice and feedback from, I'm going to DM. I'll probably comment to let you know, you know, I'm still, still interested or I'll send an email or I'll find some type of way to contact you and get at least a little bit of feedback. Now, it honestly also depends on who it is. Some people, I'm going to send a DM. If you don't respond, then I'm just going to go about my day. But there are some people who really know the industry or really excel at something, and I really want to learn from them. So I'm going to do what I can to make sure I get into contact with them.
0: That is good. Send
1: those DMs now. Send the DMs.
0: Okay, that's my that's my homework. My personal homework for the week It's <laughs> to ask there for help. I think it's like I don't know. I don't just think it's necessarily pride because I always receive help, but it's kind of like getting over that fear and getting out of your comfort zone and just reach mm-hmm. out. Like you said, all they can all they can say is no or help. Right. Maybe try two two DMs. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you the screenshot when
1: I send Okay, them. I'm gonna check in and make sure you send them too.
0: Okay. Yes, that's good. Uh, okay. So um, where are we? I done got sidetracked. Okay. <laughs> so um, one thing, and I talked about this before, but one thing that I really um, admire about Takara and all of her, when it comes to her, I mean, I admire how she treats people as a person, but I mean, as, as far as like her businesses and her platforms, one thing that I really admire is that she kills it on social media. She is so consistent. Her content is already, is always good good and she manages like what like three or four social media platforms and a YouTube channel and she just kills it and I'm always asking her like when you gonna manage my social media your girl is not is not on that level. Um and so I guess on a practical tip like how do you stay for people that are trying to become influencers or grow their social media presence online whether that be individual or on a business account? Like how do you stay so consistent, you know, how do you come up with content for social media? Kind of walk us through how you are killing it right now.
1: I'm actually honored that you call me consistent because I don't feel like I am, but I appreciate it. I really (laughs) do try. I appreciate it. If I skip one day of posting, I feel like the whole world has just blown up Mm -hmm. and everybody's going to follow me. Like I get real dramatic, but how I, um, what I do is on Sundays, typically I know that I have to post every day or I know what platforms I need to post on so I go ahead and create the content for the week. There are apps like the Preview app and then there's one other one that I can't planly planly. Oh yeah. That, that app is really good where you can actually um, upload the content to like, it shows your feed, but it's not live. So it's nothing that you're posting on Instagram or anything. And you can post what you're planning to post and arrange it and see how it looks. And you can actually schedule those posts and things like that through those platforms. So that really helps out a lot. And, that some days I do get lazy. Some days I don't post. Some days I don't feel like posting. Some days I don't feel like doing anything. And you do need time to relax and step away because social media can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just have to remember why you're doing what you're doing. Take some time to yourself every now and then, meaning you don't have to post. If you need some youth time, just do a little self-care, a little relaxing, not look at your phone for 24 hours. That is completely okay. But honestly, just planning things out, um, that definitely helps. So those days that I do feel lazy or I don't want to do anything, I already have the pho- post made, I already have the photo taken, it's already done. So I don't have to do any extra work and I can relax. Um, I'm not perfect at all. I don't always do that. I don't always plan anything on Sunday, Sundays, some days I just do the post that day and I'm rushing. I'm struggling. I do it on my lunch break. I figure out what I need to do and I I get it done somehow, but it doesn't have to be that way. My life could be very simple. I make it hard because I get lazy. So (laughs) don't think that I just have it all figured out because I don't. Um, But planning things on Sundays does help. The times that I do do that, it helps. It makes things easier. The times that I don't, it is a little bit more of a struggle, but I make it happen. Yeah, that's
0: so good. Okay. Um, So I already had the homework idea in mind. But before we get to that, um, tell us about your YouTube channel, Live On Purpose. Go through the list and tell us how we can follow you, how we can subscribe, and how we can support what you're doing.
1: Okay, so I have my personal platform, which is via Instagram and YouTube. So that's gonna be under Takara Brianna, and it's B R E A N N A. That's where you can find just like my person, more of my personal life, and uh, like the journey to becoming an influencer, and then me talking about things that I've dealt with. Um, just revelations that come to me, stuff like that. That's Instagram and YouTube. And then also I have Live On Purpose Movement, which is where I pretty much talk about living on purpose and creating on purpose and spending on purpose and living on purpose and just everything in the purpose realm. Um, so that's at Live On Purpose Movement, and movement is MVM so definitely follow that page as well because you need positivity on your timeline um, what else is there oh I do makeup too I keep forgetting about that um, I also do makeup on the side so you can check out all of my work with that at Takar Brianna Beauty on Instagram I post some clients on my personal page but I'm shifting everything over to that page. So it can be full of just client photos and makeup and beauty and everything like that. So everything kind of just ties in together, but make sure you follow each of those, each of those platforms because you're going to get something different on each page.
0: That's good, and I'll also put them in the show notes so that you can, so that you guys can follow and um, subscribe. All that. Okay, good. So we're wrapping up today's um, today's interview, and um, what I kept hearing, and I was trying to think through, like, what do I want the, what do I want people to take away? And I think what I want people to take away today is that. One, you can't do it, you can't do it by yourself. And God puts the right people around you that you need at the right time. And the people that are connected to you serve a purpose. And so for your homework to this week, I want you to look into how you can manage the people around you better, whether that be kind of going back to how we mentioned in the beginning about, you know, making sure that you're spending time, you know, and pouring into the people that you have around you, making sure that you're taking care care of your family and your friends or if that be you know humbling yourself like I clearly need to do and asking someone for help or asking someone for advice or not being afraid to step out of your comfort zone because what I keep hearing is that you know we can't do this alone. And so whether you need to reach out to someone and say, Hey, can you come take my pictures? Or hey, can you go and get coffee with me so we can bounce ideas off of each other? Or hey, I see you doing this business and I need I'm starting a business and I need accountability. So will you be my accountability partner partner? How can you make the most out of the relationships that you have around you? That is your homework. That's my own homework, child. And yeah, so thank you, Sakar, for being with us. I'm gonna say a final prayer over the listeners and over to Kara, and then we will wrap this up so Yay. Okay. So Laura, I just thank you so much, um, for this time. I just thank you just for speaking so clearly through to Kara, Um, as she shared so much wisdom today, I thank you for all that you have entrusted and her with Laura. I just thank you for just sticking to her and giving her the grace to just pour out as she does, Lord. And so I pray that you will bless her for, um, Bless her a hundred times for all of the giving that she gives to other people, Lord. I pray that you will continue to fill her up, Lord. If she ever grows weary or wonders, like if this is really you, Lord, may you always remind her of her purpose, of her identity, and you as a daughter, Lord. And I pray that you will continue to stick close to her. I pray that you will bless all of her ventures, Lord. And I cannot wait for the testimony that is going to come, from Takara. And Lord, I just pray over the listeners um, in Jesus' name that are inspired, that have businesses that they want to start or that are trying to figure out how to manage a nine to five. Lord, I pray that you you will give them the grace to be able to do everything that you've called them to do, Lord. If it's patience that they need, give them patience, Lord. If it's resources that they need, Lord, give them resources, Lord. And I pray that you will humble us and highlight to us people that we have around us that can help us with what you have called us to do you never called us to to work on anything alone and there's not nowhere in the bible where people had to do things alone you always place the right people around them at this at the right time and so i thank you that you go ahead of us and that you arrange that for us even before we ever would think that we would need that person lord and so i thank you um, just for being so str- so strategic lord and so i pray that you will highlight those people to us i pray that you will help us to step out of our comfort zone and to do what needs to be done to advance your kingdom. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. All right, y'all. Well, we done. Say bye to Kara. <laughs> bye. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank y'all so much. And we will see y'all next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Rough Draft Podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theruffdraftcollective.com, where you can subscribe to this show and iTunes so you'll never miss a show. And you can also follow us on social media at the Rough Draft Collective on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all of that. So if you love this show, please, please, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes check out our latest ebook called unfinished business learn how to get back on track to God's purposes for your everyday life thank y'all so much for listening and I'll see y'all next week bye